It depends upon what the meaning of the word is. This is Forward Thinking. I'm Isabella Melking. Ever wondered how we work out and act on what matters to us? Here to explain is Rosa Hart, a PhD student in philosophy at the University of Edinburgh. Her research explores how emotions influence our ability to make moral judgments and why storytelling is important for the judgments we make. In her theory, we are constantly coming to grips with the world around us through telling and understanding of stories. For example, when we listen to news or gossip with our friends, we are engaged in understanding the world through storytelling. So, Rosa, what made you pursue a PhD in philosophy in the first place? Well, I've been interested in philosophy for a while. So when I was 11 and my brother was studying it, I picked up his philosophy book and it was really interesting for me. And yeah, I did a bit of it in my undergraduate degree. My main subject was neuroscience, but I did some philosophy too. And it's just what interests me. I like thinking about things and talking to people about ideas. And yeah, a PhD is three or four years to explore what you want to explore with supervisors that help you along the way. Um, and you get to go to all the talks at the university. And yeah, it's quite a nice thing to do with your life. Was it quite an easy step then, going from your undergraduate degree into PhD So I found the step from an undergraduate to a master's quite big. Master's are very intense if you do them full-time, and I'd been out of education for two years as well, so I got a bit of a shock doing a master's. But actually, like a PhD, you've got more time, and you've got at least one supervisor and probably two or three who support you along the way, and I found it a much more relaxed process than doing a master's actually Mm. yeah (laughs) well that's good and how did you come about choosing your topic for your thesis in my master's I did a course where I I got these two readings one which really annoyed me and one which really interested me so one of them was an article by a man called Jesse Prince who's a philosopher of cognitive science saying that emotions are the only things that make up our moral judgments and that just sounded wrong to me. I I've, like think that emotions are really important for understanding the world, but to say that emotions are the only things that make up our moral judgments was really bizarre. And the other was a paper that I read in my master's about a thing called mental time travel. So mental time travel is the ability to kind of inhabit your past and potential futures. So when you have a memory and you feel like involved in the event in some way, that's mental time travel. Or when you're fantasising about the future, that's mental time travel. And they were trying to argue that mental time travel was really important for being an agent, so being a thing that can act for reasons. And this really intrigued me, partly because I spend a lot of time daydreaming. <laughs> um, so that's what got me started. And what I've done in my PhD is develop this idea that mental time travel is a type of storytelling. It's a story that we tell about ourselves and that it's an emotional process and kind of related that back to Prince's idea that emotions are the only constituents that make up our moral judgments. That's been a discussion about why is mental time travel interesting And why shouldn't we say that emotions are the only things that make up our moral judgments? The mental time travelling, it's like visualising yourself where you want to be maybe in the future. Yeah, it could be. It could be imagining everything going wrong. So I guess we spend a lot of time being like, oh, but if 
I've got all these things to do and maybe this will happen and maybe that will happen. So it's not just thinking about it in a completely abstract way. It's when you think about those things, but there's a sense of yourself being involved in them. Yeah, more visual and what I would argue is very emotional as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Why do you think that stories are so important to help us make sense of the world around us? Okay, so I think... First, what I need to do here is to explain what I mean by understanding a story. So for me, a story involves an emotional cadence. So it involves... So what is an emotional cadence? So yeah, I've stolen this from a, a person called Bellerman. Mm-hmm. So a cadence is meant to kind of relate it to music. So there's certain tensions and relaxations and certain patterns. So understanding a story involves your emotions following certain patterns through time. Yeah. The other suggestion Bellman makes is that an emotional cadence helps you understand events in a visceral, embodied way. So by embodied, I just mean involving like your bodily reactions, so okay. like your heart rate and going up and so stuff like that. So how you physically react to events yeah. around you. Yeah, exactly. So Bellman asked the question, like, what makes the difference between understanding just like a sequence of events in a very dry, detached way and understanding those events narratively. He thinks that from understanding things narratively, we get a better sense of things in a way or a different sense of things. So like understanding things in a storyline. Yeah, exactly. And his answer is when we understand stories, we understand them emotionally and we understand them through our bodies. And what I want to suggest is that Understanding things through our bodies is a way of understanding what things mean to us mm-hmm. without even having to reflect on it. Mm-hmm. So that my heart races when something dangerous happens tells me without reflection that I see that thing as a physical threat or a threat of some kind. So before I even have to reflect on it or e- before I even could reflect on it, my emotions tell me something. Mm-hmm. So... The idea is that stories are important for understanding the world because when we understand things narratively, we understand what things mean to us before explicit reflection. We understand what they mean to us in a a bodily way. But the other thing to say here is that we understand it in a bodily way, but it's possible for us to reflect on stories. So we might have like a physical response to them, like be scared, mm-hmm. heart rates go up, but there's also the reflection after the story. Yeah, so you could if you wanted to. You might feel scared at the time about thinking I'm scared, but if I asked you about it later, you could say, well, I was scared because that car was mm-hmm. rushing at me. So you could talk about it later. And if these stories are kind of about more abstract events, so why the world is the way it is, like what's the cause of current unrest, for example. You might understand that narratively, but you can also say it and then you might change it. And partly because you you can say it, you might be able to change it. So you might change the stories that you use to understand unrest in the world. So they're important for us to make sense of the world, partly because they're malleable. They're things that we can change. Could you help us understand the concept of moral agency, which is something that you mention in your research? Yeah, so agency and moral agency are quite a huge topic in philosophy. We're trying to understand what's the difference between a creature that can act and an automaton where things just kind of happen. 
Okay, so if you're an agent, you can do stuff. Okay. So one difference is there's a goal-directedness or teleological aspect, so an agent is directed towards the world. So you make, like, conscious choices towards your goals? Well, there might be, like, discussion about in what way you have to be directed towards the world. So whether the goal has to be conscious or whether there can be some pre-conscious way of doing that. (laughs) But if you think about a mechanical event, you think, oh, things just happen, like one thing just follows another. But we want to understand how it is that creatures act because we think that people do act. We think there's something kind of importantly different about people and creatures that resemble people, like a microphone or something. So we don't think that a microphone is an agent Mm-hmm. And we probably don't think that a worm is an agent. Do we think a monkey's an agent? Like, it gets a, tr- a bit trickier. One way of understanding why some things are agents and other things aren't is that an agent can act for reasons. OK, so it's a little bit about self-awareness. Well, then you have to spell out what you mean by self-awareness. So, yeah, there might be some philosophers that think doesn't involve self-awareness. And there'll be people that think that not only does it involve self-awareness, but it involves awareness that you're aware. In regards to, like, my theory, so one thing that I think is interesting about the way that I understand understanding stories Mm -hmm. is that it does involve self-awareness, but a kind of implicit Mm self-awareness. So emotions are self-awareness before you even reflect because they tell you something about how you're understanding the world in Mm -hmm. a bodily way. This is the debate about agency and moral agency and moral judgments. How much of it is emotional or how much do we need to use rationality to explain agency or something different? Yeah, in my PhD, I steal some of the stuff from a philosopher called Charles Taylor who talks about morality in terms of strong evaluations, which are our fundamental ways of understanding the world, but also that these are importantly qualitative If something's moral, there's this sense of qualitatively higher and lower worth. Some people might think that what matters most is that we're scientific and rigorous and objective about things. And that's like a qualitative sense of what matters. Like different individuals might have different things that are the thing that they think are of qualitatively higher worth. A moral agent is a creature that can understand and tell stories Mm -hmm. and it's through understanding and telling stories uh, that we have reasons for actions and that we have a qualitative sense of what's higher and lower worth okay so it's kind of like acting with reference to kind of what matters more and less to us yeah exactly okay yeah that's a good way of explaining it that's very interesting i'm just a bit interested to hear a bit about the sentimentalism that you're influenced by you're saying that when you've heard the arguments of sentimentalism very focused on emotion, you were like, oh, no, I want to prove that there's more involved. Can you tell me a little bit about, first of all, defining what sentimentalism is and why your thesis differs from that and why you kind of challenge that? So sentimentalism is the idea that emotions are what constitute our moral judgments, so our judgments about what's good and bad. What I think is problematic about this is when it's the idea that it's only emotions Mm -hmm. that constitute our moral judgments. Sentimentalism is traditionally contrasted to rationalism, which is the idea that it's our rationality that enables us to form judgments about good and bad. And what I'm trying to do is challenge the dichotomy in the first place. For me, understanding stories is an emotional act, But it's also rational in the sense that we can talk about them, reflect on them and change them. 
I differ from sentimentalism. I don't just stress emotions. It's not because I think emotions aren't important. I think emotions are very important. I just don't think they're contrary to our rationality. In fact, I think they constitute our rationality. Basically, it's more complex than just emotions. It's more complex than just emotions, but also it's more complex than emotions versus rationality. Emotions are how we could be rational in the first place. Yeah, so you need to combine them together. Yeah, exactly. Thank you very much, Rosa. It's been lovely talking with you here today. And yeah, hopefully hear more about your research soon. Thank you. It depends upon what the meaning of the word is. 